Hi, Connectors. Welcome to another episode of Connect with the Podcast. I am so excited about this episode because like last week, you will connect with one of my band members of Afro Nation. This week, you will connect with Shay, aka Baby Snake. <laughs> he is the bass player for Afro Nation and is also a freelance bass and guitar player here in the UAE. So all of you UAE connectors or any connector out there, if you want a bass or guitar player, stay connected, get to know Shay, Baby Snake. <laughs> okay, enough talking. You know what to do. Sit back, relax, do what you do, whatever you do while listening to a podcast, and let's get connected. We are connected. Shay, where are you from? Lagos, Lagos, Nigeria. Okay, and how long have you been here in the UAE? Eight, close to eight years. Wow, okay. Um, have you only lived here in Dubai or any other places? I've lived mainly, I lived, I grew up in Nigeria, but I've, I lived most, most of my adult life in Dubai. Okay, what brought you here? Uh, I came here to study, and then I ended up... Uh, playing music because you know, people liked what I could do and there were not many people that could do play music the way that I do or approach music the way I do so I started playing music okay so you've only been playing for eight years then playing music yeah no, I've been playing for 15 years okay and you always played the bass or did you start with any other instruments I've always pl- I played guitar and bass Okay. I, st- I started as a, I started learning bass and I, I was learning guitar as well, but it's both self-taught. So I guess I was learning the, the two together all this all those years, but I, I was more focused on bass. Okay. Did your parents encourage music, or when did you, or why did you start playing? Uh, well, I was playing because I was always hearing music in my head. And I guess it was just when I was a teenager, I was looking for, I was trying to find my, I guess, an ability or something that would make me stand out with my peers. And it just so happened with me. And I was, I used to go to church a lot. And uh, I I just found myself picking up. I, I tried learning drums because that, that was what attracted me mainly to music at first. But... Uh, drums is a bit difficult if you don't have a teacher. So, huh. yeah. So bass is 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 a bit easier. But um, I ended up uh, being attracted, and I fell in love with it. You know, and I, I, for some reason, people, even though I was still early playing, people seemed to nobody seemed to say, "Hey, <laughs> you sound like." Yeah, stop. It just the people always encouraged me, and not just because, I mean, they were good. It was church people, but also because they thought I had potential. Strange, but that's just how it happened. Wow. So you never had any formal training? No, 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 no. 
never, no. Wow. So did your parents encourage you to continue playing? Not really, no. They just thought it was just one of the things I was doing to pass time or just one of the things I was playing about with. And not, not really. I never received any outright encouragement. The only person that was close to anything encouraging was my older brother and that wasn't really explicit because he was also interested in music so I would borrow his guitar when he was not around I would steal it and practice with it and sometimes I'd even steal the bass from the church <laughs> and uh, not from the church from the church yeah but it, it's all right because you know they they knew me but I'd <laughs> there's no I couldn't ask anyone's permission because of course they'd say no Mm -hmm. So I just I just take it, and uh, so in terms of encouragement from my family, not not really. I remember asking my dad for if we could. No, I don't want to sell out my dad <laughs> in public, but I remember asking my dad for uh, money to help me buy a base, and he said no, because it's not something he'd want to invest his money in. But well, fifteen years later, the story is different because he is is proud of me and he's saying dude you do you know put all your effort into this this is your thing you know when he saw that i this is basically what's keeping me alive and i'm, I'm doing kind of i'm doing quite well okay well i encourage you all the time because yes you are one of the baddest bases around and i'm all right yeah, I'm, I'm okay Whatever, Shay, baby stank, whatever. So you moved from Nigeria and you came here to Dubai to study. What did you study? A business and business, business and marketing. Okay, and are you gonna somehow do music and business? A business com a music business company? What? What do you? What are your plans with the business? No, uh, well, my my plans were, if if it's it's possible. Um, my plans were, were in a different direction at the time when I chose to study business. Uh, I don't, because for me, music is, is, is about self, is a very, very strong way that I can express myself when I can't express myself with words or with conversation or reaching people with just normal social interaction. I can do that with music. Mm. So I don't, my in my head is I don't always look at that connection with music and business because I can't express myself musically business-wise. I can't really, I haven't figured that out yet. But expressing myself musically through an instrument or through arts or creating, I see myself more in that direction. So the business and the music side are sort of different. Um, I'd, I would rather focus solely on... I, I can, yeah, if the opportunity comes, yeah, if there's any demands that are needed in the in the market music-wise and I can provide that, I can satisfy that demand, yeah, sure, why not? I'm going to apply what I know. That's smart. So <clears throat> you've been playing now in Dubai for eight years. What was, no, no, no wrong? Playing, no, no, I've been playing for about four years. I I started playing when I was about to finish college. Okay, and what was your first um, out? Uh, I was going to say out, outing, um, but I guess your first gig as yeah. a musician here. Yeah, I remember it was uh, in Festival City. I don't know if. No, I'm not. Uh, no, what? Tell us what is it? 
No, Festival City is a is a mall in Dubai, and it's funny because at that time, uh, the recession was like in full force. So I didn't. I was about to be homeless, and because my my parents, I was depending on my parents for for upkeep and school and everything. And in fact, at the time, my I could my school fees weren't even being paid because everybody was broke. I was broke, and then you know because people saw that I I was always playing. I was always with my guitar at college and always playing, and people loved it. Um, so someone said, "Hey, do you know this agency?" They, at, at the time, they were very, very new. The agency was very new. Now they're big. The fridge, um, and everybody like wants to work with the fridge. But at the time, the fridge was new. So they asked if I wanted to do weekend sessions at the Festival City, and I said, "Sure, why not?" So at that time, uh, just as I was about to be homeless, and I was homeless for for a very for like two weeks, uh, two three weeks. Um, Did, wow! And then uh, they that came along, and so I was able to play. That was my first time doing music, like to be paid for it, and uh, I did it. And you know, I'll go sit at the waterside and take my guitar and sing, and you know, it was just cool seeing happy people. Just have this, <laughs> they, like they just seem happy when they see you playing. And singing, I always used to wonder. This is weird, but they really liked it. They would just come stand and watch you and and give this smile. I realized that smile was them thinking, "Wow, I wish I could do this." Mm-hmm. You know, me, I'm thinking, "Oh, I, I wish, I wish I could rule the world." But these these people, like, you know, they were really touched by. They they love it, you know, even if it's just simple, just one person playing and singing. But of course, they could see the passion, and the fact that this, like, I this is they know this is what I love doing, and mm-hmm. yeah. So, basically, music or my skills saved me from being a destitute. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but uh, as being a destitute, but yeah, I really didn't have any money. So, wow! Thank the Lord for music, right? Yeah, yeah, and everybody that's every every single person that's actually helped me in one way or the other, if it's with visa, with uh, with uh, even financial, because then I, I I really had didn't really know anyone in Dubai. Everybody that's helped me is because of me. Either they saw me playing music or they loved me as a musician, you know, and they would just, till now, people are still, the things that I'm more or less benefiting now is, is because people appreciate my, my skill and how it makes them feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said this like numerous times here, but I once heard that your gift will make room for you it will open doors for you. Yeah, I definitely agree. So you play in the band Afro Nation. Mm. Yes, and you are Baby Stank, the bassist for Afro Nation. What other bands do you play with? Well, people because of the nature of the way it is in Dubai, everybody has, um, well, musicians, they have different um uh, they have they have different I, I don't know how to but but it's it's just it's just quite there's a there's a wide variety so whenever there's a need I'm more like a mercenary yes so whenever there's a need for a musician and they feel like my sound or my approach can fit into their music they I get called and I play 
with uh, with their act or their what they have to offer. So I can't really I don't keep the names in my head, but I there's a guy that I've been working with for a while, Kamal Musalam. Uh, in fact, most of the guitars that I have, it's because of his awesomeness that mm-hmm. you know he gave me under high quality uh, instruments. So uh, I'm blessed to have the opportunity to be able to work with him. Uh, we've we've gone to different countries to play and record. We went to South Korea, we went to Jordan, and uh, we were supposed to do some festivals as well. But you know, wow. the the face of the music industry in the in this side of the world is changing a bit. So, but it's still it's still yet to come. You know, we're still gonna go more places. And I I work with d- different artists in in Dubai as well. People that need their albums recorded and they need a bass player, like me. Um, they call me. And so yeah, I I I basically work with d- different different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how would you describe your sound? It's, it's almost like saying, how do I, how would I describe my feeling? <laughs> I can only, I can only describe it. I would only really prefer to describe it by showing it. Okay. Uh, and, and so I, I would feel what I feel from hearing my sound, and people would feel what they feel from hearing my sound. People that appreciate what I do and like the instruments I play, like people that would appreciate bass. Uh, or hearing a bass line or hearing bass played in a certain way. So, but what I can say is, uh, the approach that I like to take, because there are a lot of people in Dubai, not a lot actually, but some people like to take the very technical approach, playing, showing that they can play many uh, notes or do so many licks and runs and there's so many chromatic, all that stuff. And that's good. It's nice. But the approach I take is I like to, it's more like cooking. So I like to take the good ingredients or take the best notes and apply them and play what's good, play the sweetest, the most beautiful sounds to make me happy and to make people feel feel something. And it works, you know. It works. Hmm. I like to take the best of, like, I would hear, I would listen to, so on on bass, I would listen to great, really great bass players and try to take the best from what they do. And I put, I sort of mix it and then I bring it out myself. Instead of playing all the, like, there's a lot of unnecessary stuff in a lot of, because again, it's mostly sort of mainstream contemporary commercial stuff I like to do. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That was a really nice answer because usually people would say, oh, I sound like this person or I sound like that person. But I really see, heard you say that you put your soul into your playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, there's there's one guy, I, I don't know if that many people these days know him, but there's a bass player, the my probably my one of my greatest influences. His name is Abraham Laboreal. He's still alive today. And there's the thing about there's a way he plays that he is he is not the most he he probably can be he's not the most technical player 
Um, or again, he can be, but he doesn't. Do, that's not what he does when he plays. When he plays, he. I don't know what it is. It's just the combination of no, uh, a pro, or a, a combination of. I don't know, maybe feeling and approach, but he. It's just really, really nice and good. And the strange thing is, whenever he's playing, I would either I would either know it's him, or. Like for example, there's one, I heard the soundtrack for. Uh, I don't know if you know Ratatouille. No. It's a it's a, it's a Disney. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. About the rat who cooks. Yeah, yeah, that one. So I was listening to one of the pieces, you know, the they have the classical sounding parts and stuff, and then there's a part where like there's a bass there's bass in it, and I was like, wow, this is really nice. Who is this? This is really good. And then I go on the internet, so I search bass player, Abraham Lubra. I'm like, shit, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, you know what, this guy. And he's, it's always been like that. So that's how, that's, and that's how I feel a, a musician, or at least uh, someone that, uh, the, the kind of musician I have in my head, that's how they should be. They should be able to evoke that feeling. You know that even and the, the way that's the way even people that are not bass players that don't really know that much about bass when they hear that they feel something you know mm-hmm. and that's it that's what I that's the kind of musician I want to be not the person that has the most slaps or the most skills or everything but if I can do that you know I'd be I'm happy. Hmm. Yeah. So how do you prepare for a gig? Like, do you have any rituals? No, no rituals. No, no, I just, the, I guess the biggest ritual I would do when I, I bothered to do it, I would do a few exercises. I just run the skills up and down, and that's pretty much it. I don't really, all the work that needs to be done is usually done, is spread over time when I'm practicing or trying to learn new, um, new passages or trying to learn new skills. But I mean, I guess that's for just for playing. But if I was a, if I was uh, more focused on this by singing the singing part, maybe I might have some ritual. I don't know. But I hardly think about it. All I think about when I actually go out and do my own thing is I want to enjoy myself. I want to have a good time, and I want to love what I'm doing. And I go. I hardly ever feel any fear because I make sure that I try to know what I'm doing and I try to feel like I, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. And so I don't really have, like I don't have anything to maybe calm myself down. If I was performing in front of 50,000 people, I, I understand there might need to be some calming techniques. I need to, but still I would tell, I would still have to remind myself that I I love what I'm doing, and if anybody doesn't like it, that's sort of I don't want to be harsh, but that's like their problem. <laughs> I have to enjoy what I'm, and that's why in for me to enjoy what I'm doing, I have to make sure that I actually really like what I'm doing first before I even try and go on stage. That okay, this is really cool. I really like this, and it's not really easy, but you know, if you if you just focus on the right things or have the right mindset. It's, it's easy. Yeah. So do you ever get nervous before a show? For playing bass or for... Because th- there's, there's two different mindsets I have when I'm a bass player or when I'm doing my thing, when I'm doing a solo thing. Um, but, but if, it's, if it's for playing bass, 
even if if I'm not prepared, and that hardly happens because I would like to make sure that uh, people send me the material that I need to know before I get on stage. Um, and that's all it, it takes for me to be fine if I know what I'm doing. If I'm in front, um, a little, I feel, I feel a little nervous because I don't know, uh, like I can't see myself. I'm not standing in front of my, in front of myself, seeing myself, okay, this is what you look like. This is what you sound like right now. So I don't really know, but I try to dispel that again by just knowing that, okay, this, what I'm doing right now is really fun. And I, I like what I'm, I'm, I'm going to enjoy myself as much as possible. I don't mean enjoy my, like enjoy Shay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I <laughs> lo- love what I'm doing right now and all that nervousness. Cause it's, it's just like, I just look at it like, okay, I'm going to the park or I'm going to do something really cool. I don't, if I would feel any nervousness, it's from the excitement of, wow, if I have too much fun, I might just explode, uh-huh. you know? So that's how I try to think about it. Mm. So the nervousness thing, not really, no. Oh, that's a good thing. Do you have any solo projects coming up? Uh, yeah, it's it's difficult because there are not many uh, people that you can rely on to in Dubai to work with. Um, to because I've realized that if you try to do it on your own, it's possible, but it's it's more difficult and it's not very efficient. So if you have more people, like you ha- can delegate this aspect to one person, this other aspect, the arranging. And again, because I'm self-taught, so I can't really arrange. There are people that can do it themselves, but they still have people that can help them sort of make, sort of make things easier and faster. So it, there's been a lot of delays and setbacks for me, but I'm... Definitely, I definitely want to do it because I, st- I have a lot of stuff in my head and I don't want to take my music to the grave. Okay. So you are you have started on this project then, yes? Yeah, yeah. I've recorded oh, wow. two songs and uh, I'm still... Uh, I just have to... I want to be prepared. And I've realized over time because I keep growing, thankfully... Uh, musically uh, the way the songs would sound in my head is different almost every like six months because you know my my musical I guess toolbox is growing so the way it sounded last year would be less mature or less cool than how it sounds now yeah so but I guess there will be that point where I'll just put it there and it would be it would be good even if it would sound better three years from now but at least for that level it's it's really good so i think i'm very close to that nice so what are you most excited about in this project uh most excited about which project this solo project oh oh uh have you titled it yet no 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 it will come that's this that's not even the no, that's 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 very easy. I could just think about something that affects me emotionally, and I'll just put that name on it. Um, yeah, I guess excited. I I guess I'll be more excited when I I have something done and it's it's good and it sounds good. You know, uh, the excitement will be when it's done. For now, it's more like I, I just want to get it done. I wanna I want it to happen. Okay, when you're not learning a new song. What do you do in your spare time? 
I'm yeah. I'm usually well. I don't. I sound like the rest of the world. You know, Facebook and you know, right. I'm usually uh, reading or trying to improve my myself uh, mentally and trying to work on my myself intellectually as well because I you know and working on my weaknesses. You know when I can. It's very easy to fall into a sort of lethargic or lethargic mind frame and I try to beat that as well I'm mostly trying to educate myself you know, yeah I went to college and all that blah 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 but you know I I realized that when you just like how I studied music by my, learned music by myself when I take the time to um, re-study the things that, say, school would want you to know and pa- write an exam for, when you take time to st- have time to study yourself without any deadlines or without anybody saying, oh, if you don't know this or if you don't pass this test, you're going to fail and you're going to be miserable or that shit. When you, you have... I, I, I like to study at my own pace. So this time I've been <clears throat> working on all this myself. And it's so, it's so interesting. It's way more enlightening and interesting than how school would try to put it into you. A lot of things that I've sort of realized just from studying, you know, and I, life makes more sense. You know, it, it doesn't seem that way when you're in school or when you're with other people in class and you have to sort of meet a certain standard. It's it's almost, but when, for me, you know, self-studying and self Improving my own knowledge by myself has has been tremendously enlightening, really. You know, and especially when you know your own learning style. Yeah, you know? and like if if I had studied music in in the school, I, I always failed music in high school anyway, and in elementary school, I never did well because they would have this approach of, okay, look at this thing that looks like gibberish. And you should know it and play it, this. And I always feel because, one, I'm, I was not the fastest. I had, again, I had my own learning style. So they would look at this other kid. Oh, this kid gets it straight away. Why don't you get it? I'm like, I'm sorry, but it's just, it, it's, I don't understand, you know. And so they would have all that pressure, all that uh, nonsense. And then I, when I learned it myself, I, I think I can say that I don't think anybody that passed through music in elementary school or in high school now can play music the way I do. I'm not bragging. It's just, it's just true. They, they, I'm sure they can't because I really... And thankfully, you know, when I spent all my life thinking I was dumb and stupid, it's just, for me, when I want to know something, I want to actually know it. I want to understand it so that... I, and I internalize it and see the intuition. It's, it's, it's been the same with, with the other things I've been trying to learn with math. Uh, I don't want to know, like, math just so, be, just so you can do arithmetic together. No, I want to know the meaning behind it. And meanings open up. Just, you know, but thankfully I've just... Wow. <laughs> but thankfully I've just been able to realize that if you want to, in life, if you want to, I guess, succeed, don't let others put either pressure on you or make you feel like you can't do something because you're not doing it the way they, they think you should be able to do it. And I think, I think having a deep understanding of stuff is, is more worth it than, than 
looking like you know it just so others can praise you. So people like Einstein, all these great uh, intellectuals, they they the way they don't they're not academically good. They're good like naturally because they have their, they they know they know things on that level. And that's even if it takes me more time than the average person, but you know. And same with music as well. It's not like I, I get things off the fly. I, it, I, it was very difficult trying to learn things by myself. But then I, I always try to have the uh, underlying understanding. And again, the way that I, I approach music uh, compared to the average, I guess, musician is, is different. And even people that studied music, they don't, most of them, anyway, <laughs> they don't, uh, look at me as uh, as a musical illiterate. They sort of, oh wow, okay, fine. You can't read music, but you have like you have something, and like they they respect it, they regard it, and that's that's really cool. That made me really appreciate. Okay, wow, I'm not, you know, I'm not actually dumb. But <laughs> I just have a different learning way. So I I hope people understand all that, but. I just, if there's any young person out there and they're having difficulties, let them just know that, look, just do your thing your way and don't let anybody make you feel any any way. As long as you know what you want and you know what you want to do, just do it. Yeah. Yes. Message from Baby Steak. That was awesome. <laughs> so what has been your most memorable experience playing professionally? Ah, well, I I would like to think that the most memorable will be yet to come, because I still want to do bigger things. I still want to play with, um, I, I I play at bigger and play reach out to more people with my music. But um, uh, I I think a great experience really was when I went to South Korea again and. Uh, just playing there and seeing a different world and seeing people also appreciate the same way people would appreciate your skill, your style in one part of the world is the same way people would appreciate it on that side of the world as well. And uh, it was, it's a really, it's really great experience because like everything was really cool. The people were nice. The atmosphere was nice. It was, it was really great. And there have been many, uh, I'm not very good at keeping memories unfortunately but there have been many times where I, I felt really really happy unfortunately Dubai is the kind of place where the the kind of the way music is appreciated here is is different from the way it is in other places um, even even in less developed places or third world countries you know people here there's still that sort of superficial way of appre appreciating music so here has still been sort of downplayed, but uh, I, I really want to branch out and reach more people that have more emotional connection to music. So I think it's still yet to come, yeah. Okay. Where do you see yourself a year from now? <laughs> I don't know. I quit seeing myself. Oh, no, you have, to, you have to have a plan, or at least envision where you want to be. Uh... I I I don't know about where I want to be, but I I can envision 
how better I, w- I want to be and I want to be much better as a person. I realize if you, if you don't work on yourself as a person, no matter where you are in the world, you would still, it would, the world would still seem like a very gloomy, dark, shitty place to you. But if you're, if you can, I guess, clean yourself or make this, yourself the best you can be wherever you are, um, I think that's what really matters. So, that's what I'm. I'm. I'm just on this self improvement train, and, and I want to ride it for as long as possible. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this part of the podcast, we are going somewhere on the connected plane. We can go anywhere you want in the whole wide world. We've been to space, and last week we went to heaven. So. We, yeah, this plane is awesome. We can do anything we want. So we can go anywhere in the world you'd like to go. And when we get to this place, we are going to meet the people who have influenced your music. And these people are here because you simply want to connect with them in appreciation for giving you what they gave you. Okay. So anywhere in the world, and it can be anyone in the world, living and dead. So where are we going and who's coming or who's going to be there? Uh, sorry. So we're going to a place where the people that influence me musically are. Uh, possibly. So, But, again, we can go anywhere in the world. And if these people aren't there, they can just come with us. Yeah. Yeah. We just call them up, hop on a plane. You know, I can do that. So... Where are we going? I know. Where are we going and who will be there? Uh, like a place, and a location on this planet. Or, like I said, so we went to space went to and heaven, so... I, I don't, I'm not sure I'm ready for heaven yet. I think I still want to try and do a lot of things okay. here. <laughs> so let's keep it local. All right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, for me... Uh, I I always I've always seen myself uh settling. I I always think like a happy place for me would be I guess Canada. And uh yeah, it's it's close to the US as well and there's so much talent, so much amazing talent in the states. So I guess um anybody that wants to come and join my heavily uh party or I'm down. Heavenly Zone in Canada can just free to come. Yeah, all my musical influences. Yeah, of course. Um, I hear it's is it close to New York? Um, it's close to a, a lot of states because it's like, yeah. I don't know. So my uncle told me he drove from New York to Canada. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michigan to Canada, it's like all along the border. So. Well, yeah. So yeah, I I think regardless of what happens, I, even if I. I have to be a stowaway or something. Well, oh, <laughs> just kidding. So yeah, just yeah. No, just for the record, I'm not gonna come in illegally. I'm gonna, <laughs> here, listen to that Donald Trump. But yeah, um, yeah, that's that's where I, that's where I want to be. And I, I know, like life, everything is in the U.S. and stuff. Um, but I don't know. I I just feel drawn there, drawn to to Canada, and I I just have a strong feeling that that's where. I'm going to be, and that's where I want to be. Okay, so all of you Canadian connectors, hit us up. 
we travel. Let's connect. Okay, so who are we bringing or who's already there you like to connect with? Who, if anybody that wants to come and experience, I don't know, <laughs> the, the life there? I, like, when you say people, who do I want to bring? You mean my friends or? Um, the people who influenced your music. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to have to bring out that big book. Oh, this is uh, again Abraham Laborio, Victor Wooten, Marcus Miller, Stanley Jordan, John Patitucci, Vinnie Colaiuta, my favorite drummer, um, Richard Bona, Mike Stern, uh, Esperanza Spalding. I mean, she scares me. Oh God. She's, yes. Yeah, she's a, she's a scary person. I don't think she's human, to be honest. I don't know how she does what she does, but she's, she's amazing. She, she's fantastic. I would say, well, as far as influences go, I would say it's, she more challenged me and made me feel, again, very humble. And not, that's not very difficult for me to feel humble, but you know, when you know that there are people like that that can do what they do the way they do it, you have to just chill mm-hmm. and, and keep practicing. You know, so... Yeah, all those and all the Nigerian musicians that that are really, really amazing that are, that the world doesn't know about, but they're there. The great influences back home as well, and all the African musicians that I still listen to every day, and I, especially the guitar players, and I'm trying to figure out how they do what they do. If only the if the world could see what those guys do. Oh my God, especially the guys from Congo. Wow, they're. Even they say the the professional is okay. Yes, this stuff we do. This is the secret to it. It's kind of difficult. <laughs> you gotta just put your time to it. It's really and I want to challenge guitar players. I guess maybe in Canada or the U.S. or wherever they should just listen to that stuff. Um, Any particular artists? Uh it's easier to. I don't know if your your site has a link or something, but maybe if if you have a blog or something, and then you can just the links but uh there are a few bands like there's some called Warasa and there's Awilo um and their music is it's just very 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 melodical so yeah it's it's really these, these guys really put me make me think and work yeah they do this is <laughs> back in Africa you know they're, they're just amazing yeah this guy, there's this guy called, uh, if uh, I guess, a, a modern influence. Someone I just discovered recently on guitar. He's called Flam Papaya. Wow, he's he's a monster. He's I don't know how he does what he does. He's just really, really, really good. He's really good, and he sounds really clean. Hardly makes any mistakes. And the stuff he comes with, these guys are they're just they're just killer. They're crazy. It's like they mix a little bit of blues with with what they do. And it's just, it's just, wow. It's just crazy. Okay. Yeah, I will leave, like, links to all of these yeah, awesome musicians. Yeah, I will. Okay. Shay, this has been so awesome. Do you have any more words of advice for musicians who would like to play internationally? Uh, yeah, well, for inter- internationally... It's main. It's just about putting your stuff out there and networking. You have to 
yeah, yeah, you have to believe in. But I think people don't really emphasize on this believing in what you're doing thing. I mean, for because for me it was a challenge. But you have to obviously, if you really, really enjoy what you do and you believe in yourself and you don't allow setbacks to make you think less of yourself um, and just keep going on even if you make mistakes or people don't appreciate you for how you show you should be appreciated you take it as okay it means there's still holes in what I'm doing there's still holes I need to plug and just keep working at it you know even me now I, I still feel like there's a lot I could do um, in in the way of, I guess, impressing some kinds of people. And I don't see it as... Before, I would easily get weighed down when I feel like I'm, my stuff is not appreciated enough. But now, I don't really... You know, I, I, have to, I have to then realize that, okay, like at least try and do the best you can for yourself. Even if you feel you're, you're scared, or oh, people are going to mock my music, or people are not going to like it. Okay, at least try doing it to the best of your ability for yourself first. Make sure you're enjoying what you're doing. And then anybody else that happens to come by it when you put it out there, will, people and people in general, people are not very... Because most people connect with music emotionally. They're not thinking, hmm, oh, he didn't use a, a very good substitution there. Mm-hmm. No, they're not thinking that. They're just thinking of how it's, they can connect with it emotionally or how it makes them feel. And funny on me, that's how I... In fact, there's a, there's a, a guy I heard the other day um, on the radio, and from I'm I'm sort of like that. When I hear a song, and I it, it just immediately it's like there's an emotional uh, plug plugged into my my heart. Uh-huh. You know, it's, I think his name is Gregory Porter or something. And when I heard the song, I wasn't thinking, "Oh wow, very nice alteration, or augmented all that shit." Mm-hmm. I just wow, I like the song. And the chords happen to be nice, you know. Uh, the, the lyrics happen to be great. The melody is great. But it's on, overall, it's a good song. So in general, just just do it. At least try to make sure that it starts from. Make sure that you do something that's really nice and you like it. Um, and don't stop learning. Just keep doing it. Don't stop learning. Okay. All right. Well, if I haven't said it before... Know that I appreciate you as a musician, as a bandmate, and as a person. Yes. Okay, Shay, this has been awesome. Where can the people find you? Any websites, emails, Twitter, Facebook? Where can we find you? Facebook is the best place. And I'm going to start trying to put, because I'm all, again, like I'm always, this whole self-improvement thing takes a lot of time, actually. So I'm I'm I don't have very much in the way of content for now, but very I need to start putting out there because um, I'm not gonna keep this pretty face for long. So I need to <laughs> I need to uh, put put stuff out there so that people can see. But on my Facebook, just search Shay Olawale. Uh, you can find me there. All right, y'all. And I will have his info in the description box as well as all of the other links that he's going to give me so I can give them to you. And we just grow in our musicianship, right? Right. And you know where to find me, amsconnected.com 
or email me info.amsconnected at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, A-M-P-S-C-N-X-T-D, or follow me on Instagram, AmsConnected. All right, y'all. This has been awesome, Shay. Thank you so much again for connecting with me. You're welcome. Thank you very much. All right, y'all. We are out.